When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You sit silent during the countdown every show you no, host? You sit silent? I don't silent? know that I've no. ever done that. <laughs> I push the... Quiet on the set, everybody. <laughs> I push the envelope on that minute countdown. Oh, my gosh. Look at us. <laughs> Look at this. The Denver Sports Podcast, as always, presented by our good friends at Breckenridge Brewery. It's kind of a brick farmhouse season. Go there, enjoy oh. your summer. Uh, Justin Michael, who, uh, you know, he's he's part of the Breck family, told me they've got <laughs> slushies at the farmhouse. What? Yeah, a little... Like a beer slushie? Like do a they boozy slushie. Do they, call them, do they call them sloshies? You get sloshed? They might. I mean, you've... I never stopped working here, fellas. I'm an admin. My question would be why. Yeah, why? A Breck brew is perfect as is. It really is. Like... <laughs> Have I mean, you ever accidentally left one in the freezer and then uh, and then it blew up in my flush it up? <laughs> Breck Brew, check them out. Beer locator. Um, what a what a what a panel! Superstar Kale behind the ones and twos. As if that wasn't enough. I think it's enough. The great Rudo here uh, to talk some abs for us. I can't wait to uh, use a two-on-one advantage to win every abs versus nuggets argument. <laughs> That's true. You're still going to lose. That's true. <laughs> it's fair, probably. As I mentioned, I have a lot of Dan Izzle content, so I wanted Adam Mares and Eric Weedham both here. Fresh back from Vegas. Adam, you're saying you're fresh as a daisy, recovered in full. Oh, fresh as a daisy for sure. Um, and I love it. You know that on a show when we're talking about great running mates, I get to be the best running mate. Hmm. What does that mean? Trey hosting me running. Oh, I'm I the running mate. you looked at me as though yeah. you and I have a relationship. You lost out on best running mate of this panel. That's, that's what I was trying to tell you. I mean, who's deciding that? Dre, mm-hmm. at the end of this pa- yeah. at the end of this panel, I declare I will decide you have to decide who the best <laughs> running mate is from this show. I totally agree. That's what we're talking about: best second stars, running mates. Um, I even phrased it as a second fiddle. Second fiddle to um, me is a is that's, that's a diminutive. Yeah, that's like you're is, you're saying is, that negatively. He's just second fiddle. Some guys can't be the top star, but yeah. they can be great second star. Do you but think, running mate. Do you feel running that, do you feel that Adam immediately refuting something you said maybe knocks him lower <laughs> in, in the second fiddle category? Yep, I think that's a great point, Eric. Astute by you and that obso by you just raising your star. I can't believe this Love system. what you're I can't doing. Believe this yes, system. love what you're bringing to the table. But yes, um, running mates. Running mates in Denver sports. We're in this golden era. We wanted to go back. 
there are some obvious ones. There are some other ones where it's like, well, who's uh, who's the chicken? Who's the egg? Who's the superstar? Who's the running mate? Um, can't wait to talk it all out. And um, yeah, let's just a quick little retrospective in Denver sports history in the olden days. This is kind of what got like legends like Floyd Little, uh, John Elway never really had a running mate until the ultimate running mate came to literal running mate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yes, exactly. As the kids would say, I mean, the Nuggets in the early <laughs> days, much more successful franchise than the Broncos. The guy who stands out is Dan Izzle as kind of the running mate to David Thompson. Izzle in some ways still there for Alex English, right? I never thought of Dan Issel as a running mate, though. Do you? I thought of Dan Issel exclusively as a coach. <laughs> so, well, because yeah, I, I am quite old. We're dating ourselves. I'm yeah. quite old, but I'm not that goddamn old. Not that old, yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I would consider him a running mate. Like, later on, when you get into Alex English, Fat Lever was sort of a running mate. So, mm -hmm. But Dan Issel, to me, was, I mean, he was something different. I mean, there was a star, mm -hmm. and that was David Thompson. And Dan Issel was sort of a star there, too, but there were other guys that kind of came and went. Bobby Jones was there for a minute. Yep. You know, they had different guys. So I, I wouldn't have even thought of him in this list. But yeah. I actually do want to go back to something you said already, yep. which was the olden days. I do feel like you can do this for basketball, where I feel 1980, 81 is sort of the modern era of basketball. Mm -hmm. And then you can go even past that to maybe 2010 becomes almost this like post-modern yep. era yep. or whatever you want to phrase it. For Denver sports, don't you feel like anything pre nineteen ninety four is the is like the old days because it's before the other sports arrived. Yeah, yeah, and ninety four as the yeah. separator because then Rockies yeah, and, and Denver uh, had no self esteem along. as a city. Right. It was a dusty old cow town in yeah. every way, yeah. shape, and form. I used to be terrified to come to Denver as a child. Really, dude? Kids these days don't remember. Coors Field used to be in a bad area. Bro, <laughs> like, it was. I, in, not not to make light of it, a murder central. <laughs> <laughs> the train yards where the, the, you could go from east to west. It was like in the center of the country. Uh, a lot of um, transient type behavior. It was a very scary place, Denver. Anyway, so no to Dan Issel. <laughs> I mean, great analogy for our sports teams as wow. well. Uh, yeah, the running. It's slim pickings before 94. You're right. All you really have beyond what we've already mentioned is like the orange crush. More of a great defense. I think Randy Gradshaw established as the top star. Than, right. Yeah. But then to find the second best, you could you could name like six guys. Right. I think we'll get into some of that with the 07 Rockies. Yeah. And then yeah, that's tough. The Avs bless us with their presence. <laughs> well, hold on. You have Steve Atwater and John Elway here, and I don't think you can have a defensive running mate in football to an offensive player. I don't think yes. that makes sense. Yes. Does that make sense to you? Uh, not particularly, no, because those are two different teams inside yeah. of a team. It's yep. an imperfect running mate for sure. And that's where the John Elway from the pre-Mike Shanahan era, it's hard to find him a, yeah. a real, you know, yeah. Your dad might have been a Sammy Winder, Sammy Winder. fan yeah. or a big uh, Rich Carlos, the three kicker. amigos <laughs> guy, you know, but Me not a Gusta. clear running mate. So the best I could come up with was a uh, Steve Atwater, you know. Can a coach be a running mate? I think like, potentially. Was Dan Reeves could. always running mate? No, while they're the worst one. <laughs> <His anger. laughs> yeah, they were more like uh, frenemies yeah. in that case. I think. Yeah. 
uh, run in I an opposite direction. I think Mike Shanahan could be in yeah, the consideration so for a running mate later on, right? I def I mean I definitely think that is true. I think Michael and Phil, if you go like outside of Denver sports, yeah. you almost think of them in some ways as yeah. a duo, even though it's really Michael. Scotty's so certainly Scotty the there. running mate. I think there. more Kobe and Phil. Really? No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Phil was all over the place. Yeah, really How was. many running mates can you be? And then, well, actually, this one, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Don't you kind of think of that as the no, duo more yeah. than anyone else? I, I think everyone thinks they hate each other now. Well, though, now they so. do. But at the time, that was it was like you got I, Tom yeah, and you got Belichick, sure. and it's like the yes. master and the Jedi. There are some of those, right? Yeah, Bill Walsh, Montana, <laughs> Bill Russell, and uh, no. Red Arbach, I guess, would count. I don't know. No. Maybe a little magic and uh, Pat Riley. Does that apply? No. Uh, no. No. There <laughs> no. you go. I we mean, have our Kareem, ruling. Kareem and Magic was the duo. Yeah, the uh, fair enough. Um, and then we finally <laughs> touché, get the... Touché. Yeah, touché. We finally get the abs to come around. Yeah. Abs make it fun. And that's where you actually start having not just some legit superstars, but multiple legit superstars to where you can start having this conversation of running mates. Yep. In night, And what's interesting is the two cup seasons for the abs... Pre this latest one. Yeah. The the classic era. Classic era. 96, Sack kind of the established star, but Patrick Waugh being added yeah, he, look, during it, the season is a big storyline. If you're asking me, Sackick is the running mate. Really? In 96. Wow. To Patrick Waugh. Whoa. Yeah. Patrick Waugh is the guy in 96. He comes in. He takes a team that was supposed to be good and makes them a championship contender. Yeah. He tears through the playoffs, has unbelievable numbers all the way. You even get down to the, the cup final. They get a goal scored on him in game three. He says, okay, I'm not giving up another goal. No more rats is the official right. quote. Right. And he doesn't give up a goal for the rest of the cup final. The, he was just on a different level that year. Now, if you're talking about careers, this conversation gets way more complicated. But for 96 specifically, Joe Sackick's the second guy. Before the playoffs, was that the case? It was, I mean, we spent an hour before the show saying they're both the number one. Like, you, yeah. it's impossible to, to take them apart. But with the playoffs, I got to give the nod to Wa. Goalie's also kind of tough because yeah. running mate, I do think more of like teamwork. Yeah, yeah there's not really playoff between them. them. And, and this is like a complete slight to Peter Forsberg, who. If you're ignoring goaltender, it's Sackick one. But Forsberg, you could almost two. make the case right. there to me. Like, to me, you could make that case. I think if we were yeah. saying offense, defense kind of is uncomfortable or whatever, you could say that Forsberg and, and Sackick were, I almost think of them more as a duo than Wah. I And I agree with you. Like, as part, if you're talking like true running mates of, of playing yeah. with each other, doing the same things, you're probably right. It's probably Sackick and Forsberg, even if they didn't really play on the same line together. Right. But it just. It cannot be ignored how much Watt did for that right. team. So you're you're stuck in a spot where you're shorting someone who's Hall of Fame caliber no matter what. There are right. also two guys that might be. I know last week you did the Mount Rushmore. The week before you did the yeah. Mount Rushmore. There are also two guys that might be on the Mount Rushmore still. I mean, I think that probably Watt gets bumped off. I don't. But just with Jokic now no, winning a title. But nonetheless, you could ma easily make the argument that they're both there, which is. The only man, I guess them and then Elway and TD are the only other teammates mm -hmm. that you could have that have a case for mm -hmm. this. So that carries a lot of weight. Well, and in some ways it is a pairing similar to like an Atwater Elway, right? Where I think yeah, the right. perfect running mate, Eric, is actually one where they're playing off yeah. each other, where you have those memories 
of playing off each other. But why I mentioned why is narrative and storylines matter. And also, like, being able to take someone who's already the established star and put that team over the top, I think, is a great yeah. sign of a great I mean, this is, <clears throat> this is a semantic discussion through and through. It's like, because yeah, no we're not asking, like, who are the two best players, period. We're saying, like, running mate to me, that's president, vice president. Yeah. Right? That, that who's is the VP? Mm -hmm. You are, mm -hmm. and it doesn't, it, it, it oftentimes in sports means that you make the other person better. Uh, because you are doing something in tandem yes. versus simply just existing on the same team at the same time. So I am inclined for the abs. Like I, 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 it's, I, I mean, Forsberg and a lot of these two, like when you, you know, the initial question is like, is it Dan Issel? Like these echo throughout time. And yeah. if it's not immediately obvious, it, it's not true. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's something about like, as the nuance and the specifics fade, you can look and be like, psh, Sackick and goddamn Forsberg play together. TD and John Elway S played together. Like all these things that, you know, and why I think probably was probably the best player. Oh, without I, question. I think there's no I mean, doubt. like yeah. Patrick Walsh probably the best goalie of all time. Yeah. Like, there's no probably about it. He right. is. I mean, if you live in New Jersey or if you're like a big Terry Sawchuck guy. Yeah, there's an entire <laughs> coast of the country that's wrong. It's fine. Well, I, just to be clear, that's true, <laughs> but uh, not just about this. Yeah, either, but like yeah. running mates to me mean like, like you do something, you slap each other five. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody's I'm with you on nobody's this. Nobody slapping Wa five because you're not allowed to talk to him. <laughs> or he'll like he'll like Statue of Liberty the, you and the problem you get the there is it gets confusing over the course of their careers because again yes. Sackick and Forsberg are remembered as two great players for the Avs, but they yeah. weren't really a duo together. Right. They never really played on a same line. There were they never times though, right? Where like there, there was times uh, when like not they, a, there really wasn't a lot, especially as we'll get into the O one cup and Forsberg well, being yeah. hurt for that. Go right. right for it. That's another defining moment right. where it's like Sackick does it in and that whole team in spite of Forsberg being out. Yeah, and, and if you're talking 01 Cup, Sackick is definitely the number one. There's yeah. above law, oh, no Martian doubt about numbers it. that year. Martian yeah. numbers. Just unbelievable play. Yeah. And so that's where I think it boils down historically. It will end up being Sackick and Wah as as the two legends there. As Adam, as you put it, I, I'm with you. I think Sackick's probably the one left on Mount Rushmore now that he's done the he's got the GM the side. GM stuff and and Waz's coaching didn't go so hot. But there's also something about the presence, you know, like Waz kind of a maniac, which is awesome. Dude, but Sackick is like I always say, if they ever made a movie about Joe Sackick, it would be played by Kevin Costner. I was gonna say, Sackick, the most charismatic, yeah, but like, lovable, yeah. awesome, badass. Also, also Sackick <laughs> literally chiseled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at this man, he's chiseled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And then, I mean, Ray Bork's a big part of the storyline. You pass him the cuff. Storyline, great. Running yeah, me. No. Get, get lost. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Good talk. <Thanks>. Just, <laughs> uh, hey, I'm just throwing yeah, stuff out like, there. As yeah. fans will get mad at me, but you can make a much better case for Rob Blake as a running mate than Ray Bork. I agree. Yep. Ray Bork yep. was like the, like, do it for Ray. And it was do it for Ray so that the avalanche could feel like they were a meaningful part of NHL history at that point. It, it, it's like, we contributed. Hey, we hey, we gave him a cup where you can't tell us we don't I, count. I say this considering that moment as maybe the greatest moment in sports history yeah. ever. That's why I think it's <laughs> worth mentioning, you know? Yeah. There's not a dry eye in the house. Yeah. Or it, in the apartment that I was living in. 
And it's similar to like a Von Miller, Peyton Manning yes. running mate. <laughs> That's the beauty. It's similar to Von Peyton Manning, where I think of Von's running mate more as like Demarcus Ware. Yes. You know? Yes. How, did, how uh, does Champ Bailey fit into that conversation, too? I, I don't know. Champ is in the Floyd Little camp. Yeah. So you I never actually, found him that running that's mate. That's fair. Darren Williams maybe was, and then before he could ever take off, he's slayed uh, after his rookie yeah. season in that tragic uh, New Year's Eve. I, I, I actually love this conversation already because you're right. There is there is both the <laughs> like two players that were great, which is the Sackick yes. and, and yes. Wah. Yeah. But then there is the running mate part, which is like how much were they guys that elevated each other? Yep. And we're going to find some guys that fit both perfectly. Yes, exactly. Because I think so far exactly. we haven't hit on a great duo or running mate. I agree. I think we've only hit on great teammates. I agree. Exactly. And we shall enter the 21st century of Denver sports in just a second before that go download the game time app now use that code dmvr for 20 dollars off instantly that's like two free rockies tickets the second you sign up that's that's two free season tickets to the Rockies. (laughs) yeah and if you want like taylor swift uh good luck dude all of a sudden those will just cost you Nineteen hundred and nineteen hundred. You found them for nineteen hundred. Are you serious? Nineteen hundred bucks. Can I be the oldest? Will you let me know? Can I be the oldest man in the world right now? Can I be the oldest man on earth? Yeah. What is the goddamn deal with Taylor Swift? I do not understand this at all. She has the most generic sounding pop music I've ever heard. People lose their minds. Anyway, back to you, Dre. Back to you. Oh no. Um, I won't voice my opinion publicly, but I might just agree with Eric on that one. Game time has you set on cheap Rockies tickets, T-Swift tickets, and everything in between. Sign up now. Use that code DMVR. Our game of the week. Wait, do you have one? I always have a game of the week. Let me hear it. It's... At Dick's Sporting Goods Park, oh, we got wow. the first Houston off, Dynamo coming to town. First off, match of the week. Houston Dynamo yeah, match, match of the week. Thank you. So thank you. Great uh, correction. And they were going to be wearing nice de la semana, as they might say. Um, that's our game time game of the week. You can get those as low as 30 bucks right now. <laughs> Don't think they'll have the Flowbots or Fireworks. Still a game of the week. I'm Man, pretty, I can't believe that the... M- the MLB MVP winner coming home to play the Yankees got overtaken by the Rapids. I don't want to be with the Yankees. I'm, I'm fans reasonably there, sure I just uh, earned us our first course. thumbs down, by the way. By <laughs> Taylor Swift coming. So no, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're People. on YouTube. You should have known better. Yeah. Well, I do know better. I just People I can't get help upset, myself. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so yeah, we've we've talked about. I'm sorry, some Grace. I'm older, sorry. Less imperfect duos, but we haven't quite landed on that perfect running mate. I think there are some quite obvious ones, and that's, you know, turn of the century. John Elway finally finds his running mate. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's why we all idolize Terrell Davis. Like, that was... Elway was a god in this town, but he couldn't win the big one, and TD was the guy to give it him over the top. And there's some other running mates, Mike Shanahan, Shannon Sharp, guys like that, Rod Smith. Oh, yeah. And then Davis I, I, he's the, the top. Guy. The question to me is, which one's the president and which one's the vice president? I, I feel like this is super easy for me. John Elway. This the, is how you got invited on this show. Was you had a very strong take on this air? What did I say? I don't even remember. Well, you said like, yeah, you don't supplant the quarterback. You don't. Supplant yeah, yeah, John yeah. Elway, the, like. There are there are like being the spiritual 
leader of a team yep. means something. Yep. Like even if you're not the best player, you can still be the top fiddle. It's it's definitely a formula. Like yeah. that can be too much. Yeah. But Th that one's close enough that it's like in the oh, running, still in, Elway. In so, specifically, so to the be running clear, lead. winning an MVP doesn't necessarily shift the. the in this not necessarily. In this instance, I don't think that it does. Keep it under I, your I'm, hat. I'm laying some groundwork here. I'm laying some groundwork here. This will be relevant. I just I feel. It. I feel like uh, the quarterback is the president. Yeah. Al always the president. Also, he was there. Yes. That was his arc. Yes. That. TD arrived yes, for yes, yes. to be the running mate to his arc in yes. a lot of ways. No and question. that is part of the great running mate is sometimes the running mate can come in and be the star. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which we saw like from a Jamal Murray in a recent playoff run. You know, if there also was a sense of watching Elway all this time that if you kept it close, he would win it for you. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes Denver wasn't capable of keeping it close in the playoffs to the best teams. And so Terrell Davis represented the like crush you or keep it close so when he was when they were both awesome, like he would crush you and the nuggets or the the broncos would win by three touchdowns but then there was also the like terrell davis could keep keep it close and then elway was there to close the game or this or that so it wasn't like elway not to paint manning when they won the super bowl by that point was kind of managing the team and leading yeah. it and along yeah. for the ride like that wasn't elway they happened to have an mvp but elway was still awesome yeah during that run so to me it's close enough that yeah Terrell Davis was the running mate. Okay. I, you, I think I agree. Do you agree? A million percent. Yeah. All right. A million percent. I, I thought that would be sometimes, controversial. I was no. on the other side to start, but I think it's pretty yeah, reasonable sometimes you can to like, say. Sometimes like, you can have like a more popular, powerful in some ways, vice president to a president. Dick Cheney overshadowed George Bush in many ways. Oh, wow. Was, <laughs> I've taken us to a place we don't want to you go, but really? I'm just saying My like goodness. the idea, like there are points where... Uh, like the quarterback, it is his team always. It's. I think it's really hard to get over the history there. Yeah, it's yeah. his town. Yeah, right. Like Elway was here forever. He was yeah. the guy here forever. And Davis's time here was great, but it was also super short. He also yeah. did the helicopter. What are we talking about? <sighs> Do we feel the same way about like uh, Helton is the star? Yes. Matt Holiday was his running mate yes. to come in and take I, him to I heights he never way. achieved I, before. I feel that way. That's yes. the way I feel about it. <laughs> I think baseball is a, almost harder to have a running mate. Yeah, you know, naturally, but and that so, 07 lineup feels similar to like the Orange Crush, where it's like it's a great lineup. There's yeah. not like really a second guy to the top guy to. Um, Nuggets ones, you have obviously Murray. I think Murray and TD are like the very clear cut, tippy top, mm. no brainer running mates. How they played off of the star. Yeah, yeah. Is like, yeah. I mean, what more can you say about Jamal Murray on, in his role like this? Before we get to Murray Jokic, can we do the predecessors here for the Nuggets? Please. Yeah. Because the interesting thing is. Billups is the running mate to Mello, even though we're flipping the narrative of what we just did the with Elway. The leadership stuff. But yeah. it's because he checks all the same boxes that Elway did, yeah. except he joined Mello. Mello mm -hmm. was already here, sure. and that's why, to me, it's clearly Mello, yeah. Even, yeah. you know, that he is the main guy and Billups the running mate. I actually think, though, weirdly, Mello and AI were more running mates than Chauncey and Mello. They even, were. You know what I mean? It, from, they were. from this conceptual thing that we're talking about. Yes. Like, Chauncey was the leader on Mello's team and this or that, and they mm -hmm. fit together nicely. But AI and Mello were like, oh, too. AI and Mello <laughs> would like show up at your room at night and be like, hey, come on, we're going. We're like, where are we going? We're like, we can't tell you. 
They're just what? like they're running me. They're just like they're just like partners. They're like they just work together. They're like the same kind of personality. They they that yeah. is much more of running mates to me. And honestly, <coughs> Iverson was the running mate in that one as well. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. he came into Mellow's he came team. into Mellow's yeah. territory, and they were kind of equals at that point. Like AI wasn't better than Mellow at that point. That tenure starting as Mellow's just starting his fifteen game suspension for punching. Yeah. A member of the Knicks. Let's um, just pretend it was uh, definitely New York Knicks mellow. That <laughs> they were like alternating your turn, my turn yeah. type deal. That um, so yeah, there's your predecessor. And, and even going back, we didn't really mention this one, but Fat Lever to me as Alex English's running mate to me is like that's a real run- that one makes a lot more natural sense. Yeah, and same thing. He joined the team later, so like he joined to elevate him. Is there an argument for Doug Moe being a running yeah, mate there? Totally, similar is. to like Shanahan. Alex for English LA. and Doug Moe to me are like married to each other. In yeah, four, so kind of yes. He loves him so much. Yeah. Why don't you marry him, Doug Moe? <laughs> and then we have Jamal Murray. I mean, look at like, I mean, the perfect right. running mate. All right, hold on. <laughs> in addition to being Peanut among the best second guys. Most talented and having the most success winning a title. I would argue of all of the names we have brought up so far, minus Terrell Davis, (laughs) minus Terrell Davis, who's obviously running back to a quarterback. That's perfect as well. Murray is the best fit next to his main guy of anybody we've mentioned, including Terrell Davis. I just think they're equals. That's what makes Murray and Jokic so special is that they're both individually brilliant, but somehow perfect puzzle pieces that come together and that team, the team's identity, we credit Jokic more than anyone because he's so freaking great. But to be honest, it really is the union of those two of course, that man. is the identity of the yeah. Nuggets. Like, what would you say the the natural running mate to Peanut Butter would be? Jelly. Yep, there it is. The nickname that has been bestowed Honey, upon them. Well, marshmallow cream spread. Yeah, Remember that was a kid. Marshmallow cream. cream. <laughs> I Honey if I think about Nutella, too. just think about yeah, yolk. Nutella, you can yeah. actually make a bunch of great yes. sandwiches, but don't. If I, sandwich, if I think about strawberry jam, if I think about peanut butter and honey, I, it, I know that's coming on wheat bread. It's t- <laughs> uh, I hate it. You don't like honey? <laughs> Not on wheat bread with Roman meal wheat bread. We've done, we've gone to honey deep. gives you the best immediate boost of energy. You eat some honey immediately into <laughs> your system. Why they have more energy? Why they have those sticks, man? You wake mountains. up, you perk right up. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever agreed with Eric this much before. About which part? <laughs> He's got the PB&J down. He doesn't want the mm-hmm. honey. Yeah. He, look, classics are the best sometimes. Classics are. I mean, Let's we're go. all there. I'm just saying the others are good. <laughs> Makar, Let's Mac, go. and Miko all a nice fit. But with the Evs, it's, it's not. Uh, <laughs> there's not a clean, like, this is the star. This is the two. So that's where it gets messy with yeah, the abs. The abs, it's a it's a very modern as very complicated conversation. Very quickly in, in the previous eras, there was a stretch of time where it was Joe Sackick and Milan Hayduk. Yep. Uh, Hayduk was pretty clearly the running mate there. The abs just weren't all that good anymore. It is what it is. The amp line, baby. And then you had a brief stint where McKinnon was probably the running mate to Matt Duchesne. Oof. And, and then you moved into this modern era where... It's very, very hard to separate this. Yeah. Because, like, true, if you're truly defining running mates, I think it's Mac and Miko. They're the two that play together, that click together in a similar way to Murray and Playing Jokic. off each other, yep. Uh, that is how it works. And Miko is definitely the running mate to Mac. And, and that's a fact. But mm-hmm. then you throw in Kale McCarr. I know. And Kale McCarr is yeah. probably the best player of the three already. But 
Right. Has just, more juice to be in like the GOAT conversation as yeah, far as like greatest right. defender all time. Right. right. Like when his career is over, he will be the best player, I think, of the three. But for this cup run, he's the running mate to Nathan McKinnon. When he kind of joined, right? It's similar to what we're talking yeah, about with a, AI a little different, but yeah, sure. yeah. Drafted, is, there, but. is there any argument for Gabriel Landeskog? No. Okay. Being the star <laughs> or the running mate? Well, huh? I just. He's the captain. He's, you know, he like. Yeah, it, look, there's a ton of. Great, they're just, they're loaded with yeah, amazing Nathan players. Nathan McKinnon actually had three running mates in, in Makar, yeah. Rantanen, and Landeskog. But Landeskog is pretty clearly behind Rantanen and Makar in that conversation for me. And as I was, Makar won the, won the playoff MVP. I think you could certainly make a case for him. But as, as you guys have said about some of these other ones, Nathan McKinnon, one, is the guy who's been here at the time, was the face of the franchise, probably still is. Makar's a little bit in that conversation. But more importantly, Nathan McKinnon was the emotional center of that hockey team. That yeah. entire season, Nathan McKinnon I'm was like, we're going to win. There's no, I'm not leaving that. you any other options, but yeah. we're winning this thing. You love that. You want your emotional center to be kind of a jerk. <laughs> like, that's what I love about Nathan McKinney. He's like a jerk. He doesn't care. Yeah. He like is in, in a sport like hockey that is the where aggression wins. It's, I love Nathan McKinney. It's very similar to Jordan in yes. the stuff from The Last Dance. It's really, really similar to that. He's like McKinnon. Man Rocket. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. He, he's very much like, hey, I'm here to do one thing, and that yeah. is to win the chip. And if you're not about it, then get out. Yeah, I love that. So I, it's, it's McKinnon is the top guy for me. Long term, it's going to be McCarr is the top guy, and McKinnon it probably becomes Whoa. his running mate as, as the years go on. And then you have Miko as like the lovable little brother guy who gets to come in and be like, oh, hey guys, I'm what? good too. And he's like, oh, somebody's going to score 50 goals. Oh, yeah. How cute. <laughs> right. Dude, I didn't know this. Did you know this? Sackick is in No. I didn't know that I was supposed to have my whole life be focused on former Yugoslavia until Sa now. Sakic is the Sakic is, is the son of Croatian immigrants. And like, yeah, I changed to Sakic instead of Sakic. I. Yeah. Is that our case burner? <laughs> no, we were having this exact debate earlier. Yeah. Um, it'd actually be nice if there was some a common thread with a Jokic, Sakic. You it's, know. it's actually Elwich. Right. Yeah, they changed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> we're all excited. Murray and uh, Jokic, a sandwich? That's right. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> a pickage. Um Helping you with these bad jokes, this hot <laughs> heat. My guys were just in uh, Vegas, hot in Vegas. Ooh, very right hot, now. very hot. I was just uncomfortably so in the mountains for Zach Stevens' oh, wedding. Uh, that Zach. high altitude sun, it doesn't mess around. Whether you're in Vegas at a wedding in the mountains, doing a stream at your home like Rudo, wear your shady rays. They look classy. They're comfy. They have great lenses. They're they're designer quality glasses at the price. That's I don't know a third of that. Um, and they're durable and wonderful and stylish. They fit any occasion. Check their website out. Use that code DMVR where you can get a 50% off shades right now. That used to be when you buy two. I think now it's when you can just buy one at 50% off. Really? I don't know why you would stop there, though. They're like a third of the price of a designer glasses. Then you half that. 
double it up. Do the, does Shady Rays owe us money at, at the at certain point? I can't. Or, you Shady order sunglasses Rays. come with the glasses and a well, check? You they are one of those companies, just like when we would have a, we'd still do a free shirt when you are a member. And yeah. we were like, guys, I think you're losing money on this deal. I have those same fears for Shady Rays. Well, you haven't even gotten to the best part yet, which if you didn't know, I'm an idiot. Yeah, we knew that. Oh, that, that we is all knew that. Oh, yeah. That was oh, yeah. a really That's good actually part. the title of the show. So I do things like, oh, I'll just hang my sunglasses in my back pocket. Oh, and then boy. I sit on them, and then they break. Oh, yeah. It happens. <laughs> Thankfully, Shady Raves will replace them for free in yeah. the first 30 days. Yeah. So I'm allowed to be an idiot with Shady Insane. Raves. They're so good, man. Um, I really, I cannot endorse their product enough. Check them out, ShadyRays.com. Use that code DNVR and uh, get hooked up with their great deals. Rudo, I've asked, no, I think I have two newbies on my Circle K question. When you're on a road trip what and you stop at Circle K for some snacks, Ranch what's your go-to? We got, surprisingly, this company, Big Corn Nut Crew over here. I, huge on corn nuts, but also the beef jerky. Oh, <laughs> Savory King over here. I love that. Eric, what's your go-to? God, I, I rich will get it every time. First Circle K we met, we uh, encounter, seven burritos and one Diet Coke. Every time. Oh, my God. That is That's really I go specific. For. I go for seven <laughs> Da Bomb burritos <laughs> and one Diet Coke every time. You That's the gassiest car no, ride shit. you've ever been on in your life. Listen, you... I, I, I Windows have, down on that, that road trip. It's a trick. It's like my uh, it's like my free throw routine. It okay. lets my body know we're yeah. in road trip mode. <laughs> Shooting forty percent on those. Free you're throws. trying to change your body chemistry with that order. I'm trying to I'm trying you're to like, slow it to a crawl. He's, he's more burrito than man. At this yeah. moment. No, he's not honestly. Honestly, you know what, himself. You know what I that. honestly am a sucker for? An SPK, dude. Uh, sour Patch Kid. Uh, uh, I will hit a Sour Patch Kid today, tomorrow, and well into the future. That's the way to go when you are on a road trip this summer stop at a circle k get your favorite snacks and uh yeah support them because they support the pod all right guys i think we have two clear cuts murray td and a whole lot of candidates and not really a clean uh anyone else which is fine we don't need to mount rushmore anything but if i were <laughs> to ask you a final four Ooh. and press you Adam, who would you have as your perfect final four running mates? Man, this is so tough. It's very hard. I honestly don't know if I could easily answer that. I mean, I I'm uh, oh, then go for it. Terrell Davis. Yes, we sir. Have that one. Yep. Jamal Murray. Okay. Yes. Peter Forsberg. Mm. And Matt Holiday. That's them. Print the list. Start chiseling the heads. To me, like the I don't know, man. <laughs> Buy the dynamite. <laughs> it's too hard. Uh, Forsberg's a great running mate, and uh, Holiday, you know, it's kind of the TD. Like he came around and he he took our guy as far as he could go. Listen, uh, you still see e it's a it's, short tenure it's the for echoes, Holiday, but the I don't echoes into it. eternity thing. You, we will forever talk about that slide. We will forever. Yeah, yeah. Can I throw? Can I nominate another one that's I think a little underrated here? When we talk about, again, this is less about the greatness of the player, but more like the impact they had. You had Atwater. I think Dennis Smith was a little bit like, there was a moment in time there where Dennis, oh, Smith, Atwater, Atwater, Dennis Smith together. Yeah, like Dennis Smith would be the running mate. Dude. Where it was like, they were just crushing bones. I, I oh, dude, think in that case, 
For me, Demarcus Ware, Von Miller are yeah, our top right four. There. Like Von Chris was Harris always Jr.? great, but once he got there, the no fly zone. Forget it. The no fly zone. Chris the Harris no Jr. <laughs> Chris Harris Jr. Stop Tua. the demolition. Stop chiseling the head. <laughs> 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 We're gonna have to really make some adjustments to those ears to make a match. Chris it, Harris to a kid to leave though. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the rest of the one. I, to me though, I almost think of Dennis Smith that's maybe more. One. Maybe it's just because it was my childhood. I mean, sh- uh, did we get? Too broad, and we should be talking Devontae's with McCarr or ask again, if he, ask like again if he signs. I think that's part of the yeah, problem with this conversation is you have Murray and Jokic right now, you have McKinnon and McCarr right now, but how do these conversations develop over the next five, six, seven years? Mm-hmm. Who is that other guy that comes in and starts to become that? I think you could make an argument a little bit for Arturi Lekkinen next to Nathan McKinnon Ooh. as that guy, as like a true running mate plays next to him every night. So for the modern guys, I think a lot of the answers, at least for Nuggets and Avs, we don't fully know yet. You know, does Christian Braun become that guy? And oh, I don't know. In Denver? Christian Brown might. Nah, but also, <laughs> but also no. <laughs> so, so is that is that an opening that someone can step into? As does it become less of a running mate and more of a pool of three guys or whatever? Mm, I don't think so, just because of how they play. Okay. It really is a system built around two guys, and everyone just just like waits. Which, which is your like, running mate. Which is cool. It works. Well, like, you getting, get your running mate, and then you've got your cabinet. You getting your to cabinet. my <laughs> ultimate point here, I think you have Murray and Jokic as the perfect tandem in Colorado. Like, I don't think anyone as a tandem gets up. Not even Davis and Elway gets up to those two as a tandem together. They're as good as it's ever going to get. They are electric playing off yeah. each other. That they have the, they have the most unstoppable action in the NBA. It doesn't matter. We watched them. The the crazy thing was is that Elway and TD like snuck it over the finish line. They got it done. Like nobody was expecting anything out of them beating mm-hmm. Green Bay. You know, the second and, time though. Yeah, you're right. But I'm saying like this was the Denver Nuggets were faced up many times throughout the season and in the playoffs against what is was known as the top defense or defense in the league and they just made absolute mincemeat out of it they had like they the dominance that they displayed yep even beyond the cuz a lot of this we're talking about the sentimentality yeah. what it meant to the you know what it meant to the city and again the thing i brought up like a goddamn moron is how it echoes into eternity mm-hmm. but like just the way that those two play off of each other never been more dominant two players never um i think demarcus ware is definitely in my top 4 the the hype that watching those guys knock Tom Brady on his ass yeah. 20 times in the AFC Championship You're right. this is a great and then the now. league MVP and Cam Newton so the beautiful. next week like you're you're like this dude, is, you that, sold me that's like some that. of my peak moments as a Denver just, sports fan yeah, it's that, just the so complicated you'd love to have a fourth that's an av because you have all these great avs there's it's, no. The abs are too good for their own good on this. It's one. true. It's, it's really delusional. The nature of hockey. It's I mean, real, you can yes. have some dynamic yes. duos, but some of this well, is the nature of like. Look, we just went through an entire era. I'm wearing the wrong shirt, but the three-headed monster yeah. Yeah. was the thing of right. of like right. the last right. six right. years, right. Right. right? So, right. It's don't hard blow to my have content one for running mate. Top yeah. yeah. in Denver. Hockey sports. is a sport yeah. where you don't, you never possess the item. You hold on to the ball. 
in right. in football. In Possession basketball, is just so much more fluid. Yeah. Yes, in basketball, the point guard ha- they have the ball. They can yep. kind of make decisions. In hockey, a lot of it is just reacting. Whoever's got the puck at that yeah. moment just has so it for there's a second, just a, yeah. which is why the hockey playoffs are so much more interesting because there's so much more chance involved. But uh, but not, there are not dynamic to say that duos in hockey though. They, it, absolutely, like uh, whatever the Bakar and Byram, I think is very potential no question. Case I just mean like uh, at, when it yep. shakes out, yep. you can be like. That team won because of Jokic and uh, Murray, yep. and the other ones that we're ta- we're like, is it is it Wall? Is it you know? You're right. It's too hard to shake that out. Okay. Okay. I think that's where we're at with that. Um, that was a fun one. I enjoyed that quite a bit. I Thank love the Dennis Smith pick, though. I'm telling you, man. Those two. Did, were, that is a great I pick. was thinking of them because I just felt like they yeah. like broke guys every game as they a did. duo. Like, yes. you either get hit this way yeah. or this way. Well, no. those were great defenses. Yeah. I mean, that's Dan Reeves that built real that football on, like, back in the day. <laughs> 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 I don't lead with your head. Well, that, yeah, yeah, that's where I was like. No defenseless receivers. Yes. <laughs> I was raised in an era of ultraviolence yeah. that I, <laughs> those that I crave. It's been taken from me. Absolutely. Um, yeah, those those were all time greats. Just like a Breckenridge Brewery, Mountain Beach Sour is a great beer for the summer. A great duo with your taste buds. Um, yeah, it's uh it's summertime. It's Breckenridge Brewery time, and it's Mountain Beach Sour time. Check out the beer locator breckbrew.com for the nearest beer near you we all have our favorites we all have our summer favorites our fall favorites our winter Imagine favorites not picking the strawberry sky in the summer yeah i mean you kind of <laughs> have to right <laughs> not like, the, the sour ale is fantastic that's well. great but the but. strawberry the strawberry sky is summer in a can it is delightful um and delicious and also check out our new betting partner bet three six five sign up use their code dmvr365 when you sign up and they will give you $200 in bonus bets. It's an amazing deal. All you have to do is deposit. There might be a deposit limit of $10. Deposit 10 bucks. Place a bet. Bet has to be of $1 or more. As soon as that bet hits, win or lose, your account will hit $200 in bonus bets. And the beauty is any bet you make, you've got those $200 to play with. You just check a box. Yep, I want to use some of my bonus bets. And you can use a dollar, you can use the full 200, you can use 50, it's whatever, it's up to you. You just have $200 in bonus bets to play with. And they've got boosted abs to win the cup. I think they've got boosted nuggets to win the cup. No, no, no. It's the summer. We're betting on the Australian Ice Hockey League right now. I mean, Bruto's your guy (laughs) right now on the Southern Hemisphere (laughs) Hockey Leagues. And insanely, Bet365 does allow you to wager on those. It does. It's amazing. Um, Adam and I might be a a house divided because Novak Djokovic has taken on my guy, Yannick Sinner, in the Wimbledon semis. He doesn't even know. Oh, I uh, knew that. <laughs> uh, but we can bet on that at Bet365. We can bet on all things, including the Rockies, where Susie oh, Honors here. What That's an upgrade this seat done. got. <laughs> what a surprise for us to end TDSP. Talking about a sle- sneaky, really cool moment in Denver sports that just happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. 
That's not the all-star it's game. It's only sneaky because it's the Rockies. You know what? I was going to say, we've been watching. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Elias Diaz. We've yes. been watching him. We weren't surprised. The people who actually watch the hold Rockies on. every hold day, hold not on. surprised. Hold on. hold on a second. We do share a company Slack channel. <laughs> we do. It's Very good. surprised, Susie. You were surprised. <laughs> that you were surprised. I, was the whole, there was an exclamation point. You know we what? Don't I think wasn't, he'd be the MVP. I wasn't I was expecting him to ball out. I was not expecting him to actually get the recognition he deserves. Okay. There yes. you go. She was prepared for him to be slighted, but there he was not. He was not. That was that was incredible. This was I mean, for better or for worse, this is probably the most <laughs> exciting moment for the Rockies this season. <laughs> I but, mean, it's a, it's three pieces of history all in one. Yeah. It's first catcher to make an all-star game in Rockies history, mm -hmm. first MVP, and the NL actually won a game. Actually a, won. Because of all this, because of a Rockies catcher, <laughs> what am I even saying right now? Right, like, won the all-star game in the first time in forever, and maybe the only all-star game that's still cool. Yeah, I will say, I, <laughs> Good final point. I, I think a lot of people are with you on that, and that the MLB All-Star Game actually is so much fun. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It was a little hard to watch here in Denver. That sucked. I did not like the what direct, yeah. direct TV so blocked you, us out. If you're a direct TV customer, you did not get the channel that the All-Star Game was on because oh. of a feud between Direct TV and Nexstar, who owns a clear, lot of local stations across the country. The channel was Fox. It was just Fox. Like, big Fox. Fox. Just Fox. You put on Fox and you're like, oh, I'm getting blacked out of just this. They'll show me all their yeah. other programming. There's nothing, but just no that. good cable companies in yeah. the world. It well, really sucks. They all suck. yeah, Well, terrible. so many people caught DirecTV because that is one of the few options oh where God. you can get all of the RSNs. So yep. for me to not be able to watch this game at Unbelievable. home, it was Brutal. crazy. But I found a way. I got in there. I'm not going to explain how, but what an incredible, incredible performance. I'm glad he, first of all, if they didn't put him in the game, I would have right. been so upset. But he got in there in the eighth inning, game-winning home run, wins it for the National League for the first time in God knows how many years, yep. like 10 years. But That's awesome. Crazy. So excited, so humble. Did he take any pitches as an actual catcher? Did he ever get behind the mound? I don't think he I did. I don't think he did. No, he just came in, took <laughs> care just... of business, MVP off one at bat and yeah. it was kind of like an exciting game. Obviously he does it off an all-star. Yeah. Um, and also he's just like, he's just been through a lot. I mean, this is a dude who was let go by the pirates in 2019 signed with the Rockies on a minor league deal in 2020. And now uh, just a few years later, he is the freaking all-star MVP. It's, it's it, it gives me chills to think about it because he works so hard and it paid off. Well, in all sincerity, what it's does off. this do for the Rockies? Because you're right. They, this is the Rocky story that reached through. Right? Yeah, like it that did reach through. It reached through. <laughs> and now, you know, they're back in action tomorrow. Like, well, if the Rocky season isn't going to miraculously turn around or all of a sudden have mm. added meaning. But, like, what do you feel? Like, is there any kind of momentum now to, like, hey, man, kind of cool? I think it's definitely great for morale. It's definitely great for the rest of the team to see a guy who, you know, is in the same circumstance as them but still works his ass off every day. Mm. And it paid off for him. Right. I mean, uh, it, it, best case scenario, I guess, yeah, like, yeah, it's a morale boost. But also, you know, you hope that his trade value goes up. You hope that maybe this is a guy that the Rockies could could deal and get something back in terms of prospects so we can have a 
baller ass team when all of our amazing prospects come up in a couple of so, years. So that's probably not going to happen. Then they're just going to let him write out his contract and then lose him for nothing. Is that? That's. I mean, that's the pattern. That's the pattern. <laughs> but you kind of hope How that with we trade all this of guy, the, he's will be all star. Can't trade him. You have to hope oh, though boy. that you know something will go a little differently. That history won't necessarily repeat itself. It's not that I don't want Diaz on this team anymore. It's that. It's crazy that an all-star MVP is on a team that is on pace to lose more than 100 games right yeah. now. <laughs> that is insane. That Let's makes no damn sense. I think he deserves to be playing for a contender, finishing this season with a contender, and we deserve to get a little something out of it, too, for the future. Does it feel like a sneaky big trade deadline for the franchise to finally show us, like, hey, we are going to try and get some value off the good vets we have on this team so that in 25, 26, mm -hmm. they can be competitive. I actually think the Rockies will make moves this trade deadline. I actually think they will. They've already done one move. They got rid of Moustakis. They traded him to the Angels, yep, yep. got some dudes back for that. So I think, I think they'll actually do that this year, as opposed to other years where they do nothing. It's funny. I'm sure you saw it, Rudo, the photo of like the, during the draft, the Rockies yeah, yeah. Uh, draft room is just... <laughs> three white-haired yep. old guys um yeah. and everyone's dunking on them of course but the draft itself i was encouraged by like it seems like they've got a strategy it seems like they're going away from some of the only get sinker ballers or two seam fastball guys mm -hmm. who go low we're kind of entering modern baseball and we can hammer the top of the fat the strike zone now yeah. and it just seems like they've built some <laughs> talent over the last few years that they weren't quite savvy enough to build on prior. Yeah, whatever they did going into this um, draft season, they they did a good job. They we I, I'm really happy with our picks. A lot of Rockies fans are really happy with our yeah. picks. A lot of dudes out of Tennessee, though. I'm saying Todd Helton personally picked them. I don't know right. if he did, <laughs> but like the math is mathing on that for me. Well, talks are like their second pick is the analytics department inspired that. So maybe you don't see the analytics department in the draft room, but like mm -hmm. just that tells me like, okay, we've, we've got a method to our madness finally, which let's hope don't get too excited, but <laughs> I feel like that's the story of the Rockies. Give me someone young to be excited about. Cause every time I want to get excited, Zach Veen gets hurt again. So yeah, Zach Veen very <laughs> disappointed. On, he had hand surgery. So he is, he's going to be out for the rest of the season. So that sucks. I hate that, that sucks. so much. And uh, especially because we're like, ooh, what if he like is a September call up? That would be so fun. And now that won't be the case. But he's he's one of those dudes, though. He's going to come back stronger yes. and better than ever. Yes. Mm. Rockies are going to be lit in like 2026. <laughs> oh, can't wait. What, are, what else I can can't. you tell us, though, for like storylines? Do you see any for the rest of the year? Like what, what's the most exciting thing left with the Rockies this season? Most exciting thing? Well, I will say the Yankees are in town this weekend. Yeah, so that'll be exciting. a really fun series. Um, uh, and I, I mean, hopefully we'll just see more of these young guys coming up, playing together. Um, that is, that's the story. The story is let's get to know these players who are going to kick ass in a couple of seasons. Damn straight. You get to talk to Diaz tomorrow. Yeah. We'll that's get to see him tomorrow. I hope I get to see his, um, I hope I get to see the, the trophy that bat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he brings go. it to the clubhouse. I know he said he was going to bring it home, but <laughs> I don't know. Let's hope he brings it just for a little, little appearance.
Yeah, and no, like, Jokic-style jokes about having lost it, you know? Yeah, exactly. The Rockies, we need a little more seriousness, you know? We need a... <laughs> please. I'll tell you what, that's one award I don't think Jokic will ever win. All-Star Game in <laughs> uh, I, I don't I think, think so. he's winning that one. I think so. There was clips of Giannis not able to hit a ball off a tee. I, I bet you Jokic is not that far no, off. No, I mean uh, NBA MVP <laughs> game. Oh, you oh, think oh, he, yeah, he does not care. He does yeah, not if you care. get him to show up, that's yeah. a win. That's why he's a legend. Um... She's Susie Hunter. Stay tuned to all the great coverage on DMVR Rockies as the team comes back to town to take on the Yankees this week. They trade someone at the deadline. I'm taking the five-year-old to a game. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Don't steer me wrong, Rockies. Do the right thing. This five-year-old wants to come see a live game. We will do it. Thank you all. This has been amazing. Five-person panel. Thank you, Kale, as always, for being outstanding on the ones and twos. And thank you to Breck Brewery for sponsoring this here show. Stay tuned to all our great shows tomorrow and have a great weekend. We'll be back next week.